0: What's up everyone, welcome to episode 94 of WFS, the Will Ford Show. A rough week in the world of sports, very, very tough week, as I'm sure it's been tough for the rest of you. Kobe Bryant passing away in a helicopter crash on Sunday, along with his 13-year-old daughter Gigi Gianna. And seven other people. In really, what is still a mystery. We don't really know why this helicopter went down. We do know it was a very foggy morning, and uh, weather could have been a a very big big factor in this crash. But God, this this week, especially you know Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, was very very tough for me. It was very difficult for me to. To cope, and to kind of accept the fact that Kobe was gone, but I, I still don't believe it. It still really hasn't officially set in, but I I feel like I, I just needed some time to kind of cope with this because let me just let's just start with this. Kobe Bryant was my favorite player. In the NBA growing up. Uh, People who know me know I'm a die hard Laker fan. But even more so than that. I'm a die hard Kobe Bryant fan. I love Kobe. He he was my childhood hero. He meant absolutely everything to me growing up. Because you know growing up kids. They always have that dream of playing in professional sport. And usually the two sports brought up are the NBA and the NFL. Like that's like when I was 11 years old, that's what I that's what I wanted was to play in the NBA. And I, you know, when I was in school, middle school, high school, I didn't really get the the opportunity to to play on the basketball court. And I'm not making excuses for why I was a bad player, but I just grew up in a in a school system where the parents ran everything and it was heavy favoritism. So of course coaches know parents of certain players and certain players are going to play a lot more than others. And I wasn't the best basketball player in the world. I wasn't very good, but I felt like I could have been a lot better if I, if, you know, if I was just given a chance if people were willing to work with me. And I didn't get that. But Kobe Bryant was the one who got me through all of that. It's the reason why I still went to practice. It's the reason why I still kept playing. And, you know, I didn't end up playing my senior year of high school because I was told by the coach, the head coach at the time, not... Directly, but I mean masking the words, you might as well have just said it directly. I would have respected him a lot more for it. it was basically you know best case scenario you're gonna start, which I knew wasn't gonna happen because I mean just with the guys we had um, but worst case scenario you're you'll you know you'll ride the bench and you'll you'll get to get into the game you know the last one or two minutes if we're up by a lot or if we're losing by a lot. And you know, I didn't want that. And you know, so I made the decision pretty quick, you know, like I love the game of basketball. I, basketball was my favorite sport. <laughs> I loved playing it, I loved watching it, and I kind of had that that dream taken away from me. Now, I know I, at that point I knew I wasn't going to the NBA, of course. I wasn't going to play in college, but you know, I I still wanted to play. It was a game I love, and I had that that chance taken away because coaches like to play the name game, and that hurt. Now I don't I don't regret not playing. But I don't I don't have any regrets about that. But basically, my point is that. Kobe got me through a lot about ba- a, a a lot of that, a lot of the favoritism, his mama mentality, the way he approached the game, the relentless hard work. Like I worked, I, I tried to work as hard as anybody else on the basketball floor and in the gym. And you know, I'm a skinny kid. I've always been a skinny kid, not very strong. But I just wanted to be just like Kobe. And Kobe in the early years of his career, which I don't really remember because I was a little kid then. You know, he was the athletic freak who could jump over anybody and finish. And, you know, I wasn't really aware of the Kobe and Shaq years. I was just a young, young lad then, you know, a couple years old. Um, but the Kobe that I knew was the fadeaway jumper, three point shooter, clutch. I mean, that's what I wanted to be was a jump shooter, and I was you know I'm six one and i'm I'm pretty skinny, but I always got thrown into the post and I wasn't very strong and I wasn't very good in the post and my junior year i i just said, you know what screw it I'm just gonna be a jump shooter i'm I'm not gonna play in the post I may have to guard the post, but i'm not gonna I'm not gonna play the post on offense I want to play on the outside and I was actually a pretty decent three point shooter my junior year now my coaches my my one coach. Every time I shot a three, he would get upset with me. And every time I, I mean, I would make a lot of them. Granted, I didn't shoot that many times a game because I didn't get to play a lot. But when I shot him, I'd make them. And I always got told, I always got told, had you missed that three Will, I would have I taken you out of the game and sat you down on the bench. And, that, you know, that just, just hurt hearing that over and over again. Constantly constantly being put down in practice, but I continued to work through it because, because of Kobe. Kobe got me through a lot of those tough times during my athletic career, and I applied everything that I took from Kobe. I took it away from the basketball court, and I applied it to my track career. And, you know, I wasn't a stellar track athlete, but I worked really hard. I worked harder than anybody. And I never gave up on my teammates. I ran hard every race. And... You know, Kobe just got me through a lot growing up. And... This was a... Sorry. This was a really emotional week for me. Because Kobe... Kobe just meant absolutely the world to me. And... Yeah, we know what we know what Kobe Bryant's about on the basketball floor. We know what his accolades are. 18-time All-Star, 5-time NBA champion, 12 times on the NBA All-Defensive Team, 15 times on the All-NBA team, 2-time scoring champ, 2-time Olympic gold medalist, 2-time Finals MVP. I mean, 81 points in a game. We know what what Kobe was. But his dedication to the game of basketball, his passion and his, his joy for the game and the relentless work ethic that he applied to it was admired by everybody globally. But I think even more so, what's even more impressive than that was how he applied it to life. I mean, this guy had about as good of a second act after basketball than anyone in the history of the NBA. He scores 60 points in his final game and then immediately goes to work on on a project, on a bunch of projects, businesses. He's got a bunch of thriving businesses and Ended up winning an Academy Award for Deer Basketball. And then becoming a coach for his daughter, Gianna, her basketball team. Creating the Mamba Academy for Basketball. Being an incredible husband and, and father. We really got to see the softer side of Kobe after retirement. And... To know that his daughter... Gianna was on that helicopter with them was absolutely painful. And I mean, there were reports out earlier before they confirmed, you know, who was on the helicopter that, uh, that there was original reports that there were just five people on the helicopter and there was Kobe and his four daughters. And when I first heard that, I, I didn't even know what to think. ABC b- brought that out a bunch of people hopped on it and God, people just need to know what they're putting out there. They need another right before they put something like that out there because this is just this is a a global tragedy. The lives affected by this tragedy goes goes worldwide. And I absolutely feel for Vanessa, Kobe's wife and his his three other daughters. Because now they have to move on without one of the greatest people on this planet. And of course, I feel absolutely terrible for the families of the others that were lost due to this helicopter crash. Sorry, I'm just it's tough. Kobe was was my hero growing up he uh just meant so much to me so much to so many people around the world and it's just so so tough man i mean i'm I'm not gonna lie to you i i cried for th- pretty much three straight days it was extremely difficult to go to school and walk around knowing that your icon, your, your idol is no longer walking this earth. <sighs> ESPN re-aired Kobe's final game, uh, the day after he died. And I watched that, watched that game and I cried. I started crying after every made basket from Kobe. For every point, and just hearing the tributes at the beginning of the of the of the game, you know, hearing from Shaq and Derek Fisher and Pau Gasol, Phil Jackson, Durant, Mello, D Wade, LeBron, from everybody, those ones hurt the most because you just know, you know, the real relationships that he had with everyone in the NBA. And the Shaq and the D fish ones hit me the hardest because I mean, those guys were his brothers, his teammates for a long time. Really tough. Yeah, I I mean when I first heard the Kobe news that he had gone, he was gone. It was actually my friend Alec, who's a friend of the show. He's been on the show several times, too many to count. And he called me and was like, Hey, have you seen this? And I was like, seen what? And he's like, Kobe died. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Kobe died. And he's like, TMZ reported to go look, go look. And, I'm not a guy who who trusts TMZ. I mean other people I've I've heard other people talk and they say they, they trust TMZ. I for one don't. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I just don't see them as a very reliable source. They they sensationalize a lot of things in my opinion. And so I didn't really believe it when I when I saw that. And I even typed in Kobe's name straight up on Google. I just said I just typed in Kobe Bryant. The only thing that came up was LeBron passing him on the all-time scoring list for third place the, the day before on Saturday. And then you start seeing these, all these other articles come out. I go to Twitter. Everything's on Twitter. And then I turn on the TV. That's when I lost it. That's when I knew that this was real. This was, this was what it was. And the and the crazy thing is, I mean, you couldn't write this. This is just not something you could script. The day before on Saturday, LeBron James, wearing a Laker uniform, passed Kobe Bryant for third place on the NBA's all-time scoring list against the Philadelphia 76ers in Philadelphia, which is Kobe Bryant's hometown. Uh, hometown. And then the day after, Kobe dies in a helicopter crash in Calabasas, 30 miles Northwest of Los Angeles. A part of me died on the inside that day. And a part of the entire city of Los Angeles died that day. I mean, Kobe Bryant was Los Angeles. He meant everything to that city, everything to the Laker organization that he brought five championships to. Unbelievable, but the outpouring of support from the rest of the NBA taking 24-second shot clock violations, 8-second backcourt violations, it it was just, it was nice to see, but man, I talked about this on on my radio show on Monday, the day after all of this. And, oh gosh, it was so difficult to hold back tears. As soon as I opened my show saying that where we were going to talk about Kobe later in the hour and say my final goodbye, after I plugged the first song in and started playing it, I mean, I just bawled my eyes out for probably a solid 10 minutes in the studio. And people probably saw me. I don't care. But that man meant everything to who I tried to be as a person. And from now on, I'm going to try to live my life like him. The same vigor, the same passion, the same Mamba mentality. That's what I'm going to try to do. And, you know, as members of the media and In the sports world, we always try to make comparisons and do the goat conversation. Who's the greatest of all time in every sport? And Kobe's death made me and I think a lot of people in the media realize that we need to appreciate greatness for what it is. We need to stop nitpicking and comparing and and just appreciate these people while they're on God's green earth. Because just like that, they can be taken away. So all the debates I had in high school with all of my friends at the lunch table—who's the greatest of all time? It, it was always—it was mostly centered about uh, around Michael Jordan and LeBron, but of course, me being a big Kobe fan and me being argumentative as always, Kobe always got thrown into the conversation. And I just want to say that that none of that matters now. N- none of those conversations matter. The GOAT conversation doesn't mean anything to me anymore because I think we need to appreciate greatness for what it is because we don't know how long we're going to have it. Greatness only lasts so long. As far as my favorite Kobe memories go, so many. Of course, he said so many game winners in his career. The 60 point game is obviously on the list. Probably the greatest game I've ever seen him play because in 2006 when he scored 81, I was really just too young to understand all of that. I was only seven years old at the time. I mean, I watched the Lakers. You know, I was a fan. Um, but I just don't really remember that game. Um, the 60 point game. Of course, the two championships in two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Uh, the the season again, or the season where the Lakers had Steve Nash, Kobe, and Dwight Howard, where that should have been a championship team, it didn't end up being that way just because of injuries, and Kobe ended up tearing his Achilles that year. That year is one of my favorite Kobe seasons outside of the Achilles injury, because in year what was it seventeen? this guy was still arguably a top 3 player in basketball and we were seeing the old kobe too we were seeing him throw down on people there's too many memories for me to 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 pinpoint the 2011 all-star game where he scored 37 and he dunked on lebron and won all-Star Game MVP. So much, man. But I put this on Twitter, and this is how I'll close out this episode. I I wrote a, a letter to Kobe, just in my notes on my phone, posted it on Twitter, put it in my story on Instagram. It's no longer on my story now because it has expired. But this is what I wrote. Dear Kobe, I don't even know where to begin. You are far more to me than just my favorite basketball player. I had a dream to just to be just like you growing up. The relentless drive, passion, and love for the game of basketball that you had was inspiring to all, but your approach to life was even more inspiring. Your mentality, the Mamba mentality, helped me a lot in life. I hope to live my life the same way you live yours. Although I'm nobody to you, you mean everything to me. There's so much I want to say that is impossible to put into words. You're my hero. Thank you for everything you've given me and the world. I love you, 24. Rest in peace, Mamba. So difficult for me to write that. And to post it. So many emotions coming out. So many things I wanted to say. I just want to say, Kobe, that I'll never forget you. You'll always be in my heart. And I'll always remember the memories that you created for basketball fans around the world. And your Mamba mentality... Will help me get through 2020 and beyond and i thank you for everything that you've done for the world love you number 24.
1: Down, the places that we came from round, And all the good times on the bad side of town The upside of bad, flip it upside down Came from the bottom, but we up high now Believe, and from this view we achieved We look back at the rules we received And how we broke those, dismantled and rewrote those And the ghosts still alive in the photos Sounds of the summer, day and go wise Cold wind blowing through a city on fire Moments of the past came here to find you Not to relive them, just to remind you Take me to that So bright, it's never been mo' not like tonight. We walk into the glow, right into the light. The past all around us, the time of our life. The first love kisses, the broke hard disses. This is just like a first class ticket back to the first written rap, the crumbled up paper and the pen with no cap, the hand-me-down clothes and the unturned hat, the hookers on the corner and the kids selling crack, the needles in the yard where we used to play catch, stories from the projects we could never go at, a two, these are shades of my youth, trials of a child, everything truth, moments of the past, coming back to find us, not to relive them, just to remind us, in my heart so you will never perish you will never part i tell him all about you drumming in the park he put you in the ground but i see you in the stars going take a bow a round of applause the best day ever always ready we are love always shines that's how i find you in case you forgot i hope this reminds you take me to that old familiar place